Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's now announcing we have an audio tracker. Yes, you can in real time find out on a website how your audio is coming. You can even send us uh, uh, positive messages. Yes, it's, a, it's, that, it's that kind of podcast. Real-time delivery. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with... Nathan Smezrud. Uh, we've got uh, our favorite baseball fan. Oh, it's Joe Cocosello. <laughs> yeah, I do love baseball. Guy. You do love baseball, and you try to bring it up and shoehorn it into everything. It's, it's because I'm an old man now. It's, <laughs> that's what old men do, is they just talk about baseball a lot more. It's true. And it's also Very true. An affinity for peanuts and Cracker Jacks. It's very true. Cracker Jacks are burnt caramel. It's a little, they're a little too toasty. Don't get me started on Cracker Jacks. Oh, really? Really? We're, we're already, we're already getting. And you get three peanuts. <laughs> Way too light on the peanuts. <laughs> it's heavy on the crackers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, can I talk yet? No, you can um, talk whenever. Um, we're, 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 we, we, we're not very. We're not. Uh, that voice you're hearing uh, is our guest today. <laughs> I didn't want that Cracker Jacks thing to pop about me saying Cracker. Like, I try to throw that word in like Joey tries to throw in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Just tries to put it in any situation. Yep. Understandable. Uh, the man who likes to put Cracker into any situation, that would be Minneapolis comic Greg Coleman. Welcome, Greg, to the podcast. What up? It's good to see you, man. It's nice to see you guys. You know, I go other places too. I'm I'm trying to really fight that. Uh, we can say based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a comic. Have you been going, I, like, I'm a comic. I do it all over. Yeah. I happen yeah. to live. Are you now? Have you gone international, Greg? You done some I like have. Dubai shit? I haven't <laughs> done Dubai shit yet, but I'm trying to get that figured out. I got a. Uh, my wife is from the Middle East, so I'm trying to get some of her cousins to, uh, you know, get me, <laughs> Hell yeah. get me over there. Dude, I love that. That sounds like a delightful. Have you have you been international yet? Are you an international <laughs> I, uh, comedian? Uh, does the Bahamas count? That counts. Did we buy the Bahamas? Yeah. No. Did we? No, I think China bought the Bahamas. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. I mean, in a type of way, if if you. Will. <laughs> China came out after the dot com bubble burst. They came out really good. Yeah, they did. I don't know what they like. Yeah, they got they, they bought all the domains. No one knows who actually owned it. It was actually just China. They, no, they bought a shit ton of Apple stock. And now, like, it's China bought all the AMC stock. That's, gonna, <laughs> that's really going to pop. Like, come on, come on. Like, push out another Avengers. Like, if we see. Iron Man 4, we know that China's trying to get that money back. China's, China's <laughs> making a run? Hell yeah. They're like, Avatar 2 and 3, let's go. Now. Where's Michael Bay? We need another Transformers movie. <laughs> Michael, do we? No, yeah, that, that no just we do not, really Greg. Well in China. Anyway, 
Uh, this is a, we don't we're, we're not a movie podcast. No, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. I like that. Don't you have the BC boys do that? Uh, that is actually Mr. Rogers and the Make Believe Friends uh, featuring Devin Cook and Zach Strange Alwyn. Nice. Yeah, we we locally Love source our our our, uh, our 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 music. Uh, so so Greg, uh, the uh, the resume section is where we talk about the jobs and some of the stories. So you can start wherever and you can have at. So, go ahead. Oh, all right. Let's. Gosh. All right. I got a very random resume. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, I was a. Um, Picked up balls at the golf cart at, at the golf course when I was like 13. I got to drive in the little tractor and have okay. people try to hit golf balls with the at cage. Me. What? Yeah, with the, yeah, with the cage at the driving range. Um, yeah, that's the yeah. greatest. And wait, you had a tractor? Yeah. No, not me. Uh, no, I mean, there's like, a, there's... They didn't ask him yeah, to bring his own tractor from home. Yeah, it wasn't though. like yeah, yeah, at 13. Like, hey man, you got your own tractor? Cool, hook that shit up. Saying, no, you got to drive a tractor at 13, which is dope. Like that's a. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a glorified golf cart, maybe a Gator with like a couple chains <laughs> and on it has the cage on it. Yeah, it's... yeah, and I really feel like they because uh, there's a golf course like couple blocks away from where I live, where I grew up. And I was friends with the owner's grandson in, in Suffer or whatever. So, you know, we were kids just going down there stealing balls. One day the grandpa was like, you know what? You keep hitting my guys. If you want to keep playing for free, you got to do something. I was like, all right, what do I got to do? He was like, you got to be the golf cart dude. And at 13, you're like, hell yeah, I'll be the golf cart dude. So like, you know, I had my little Walkman and people were like teeing up. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to blast me because I don't know like, why there is some sort of satisfaction. And oh, yeah. I don't, I, there was never any hatred. You don't hate the person in the cage. You actually feel bad for the, the kid in the, in the golf cart cage, picking up the balls because everyone is aiming. It is just a human thing to be like, see that yeah. moving target. That's not like a goose or something that you'd feel bad if you killed. Like it's, but yeah, but the outweigh of the bad, like you feel kind of bad for that kid, but you feel really cool for yourself because you're like, <laughs> there's not a lot of wins in golf. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're right. really good. Oh, hell, dude. It, it, like, it's, I've been at golf uh, driving ranges where the, like, somebody next to me, total stranger, hits the fucking, <laughs> hits the U picking up golf balls. And I'm yeah. fucking, do you see that? Yeah, I fucking saw that. High five. Nice shot, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, it's. <laughs> I like, like the idea of like a 13-year-old kid getting up the initiative instead of like mowing lawns in his yeah. neighborhood to make money. He just shows up at the golf course in his own cart and just starts driving around the range picking up balls. Well, hell yeah. I figured I would do that because there are a lot of kids also in the neighborhood who just at nighttime will go down there with uh with like grocery bags and just like pull the ones out of the out of the woods. 
And then they would go up to the golf course and be like, use golf balls like kids who lived on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was a very industrious. Uh, uh, it, it's kind of like because if you're on a golf course and a kid is selling anything in their backyard, like, hey, we got lemonade. Like, you have to get it. If a kid's like, yo, I got 10 balls for a dollar or five bucks, like, even if you have a bag full of balls, you're like, all right, kid, fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, yeah, that's such like to... a good location for like walk up business. Your backyard. You know, if, you're, if you're on the street corner, someone has to like park their car and then walk up and get you. Everyone's just walking by your backyard and you're like, just setting yeah. up shop. Go make some money. I was, yeah. I, was, I was all about that. Until like the whole Karen phase came up, and I started like, "Hey, you got a permit?" <laughs> Start calling the cops on kids. <laughs> I'm just imagining you driving that like golf cart that's picking up the balls, you know, and it's just people tinging it off. And like now, as an adult, if you hear like a similar sound, you have like a Vietnam War flashback. <laughs> like all of a sudden, CCR just starts playing in your head, and you're like, <laughs> "Just like, man, you don't know what it was like. I was the one out there. They were." Golf balls everywhere, man. Golf balls everywhere. It was crazy. Right? I was like, why is Jimi Hendrix playing? Even now, as an adult, it's hard not to, like, try to go after him. Like, if he's, like, 150 out, now it'll kind of be a challenge. Like, if I have my fan wedge out, I'll bet. Let me see if I can get it in the bucket. <laughs> or, like, because some of them have little buckets back there. So, yeah. it's like it's like top golf training. That's all yeah. top golf was. Like we should do that. We should open up. It's just, like, it's just, yeah. It's like little ducks, and they just yeah. go back and forth. It's like a carnival, except with golf, and you can like ding, exactly. like it makes the sound. It's like a metal. It's a metal thing. So you it like when you hit it, it like ting. Like it's just like the BB guns at a carnival. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's a, yeah, I feel like it's a place where like old dudes who kind of like that like. Oh, be hard on your kids can like go and be like, listen, we're teaching them life lessons. <laughs> like, is so it abuse? <laughs> yeah, like that's where you go instead of hitting your kids, you go you put them in a golf cart <laughs> and then just like sting, sting, sting. See, that's what happened, Bobby, when you don't do your homework and don't put your clothes away. <laughs> you and don't give me beers. <laughs> Or like if you hit enough of the ducks it. down, they they just you win like a big stuffed animal for your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just imagining this as alternative punishment. Like it's just dads bringing their kids. Like I caught him smoking cigarettes. He's got to do an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. in the cart. Get him in the cart. Yeah. In the cart. Oh geez, there's a huge line for the cart. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> all these dads that are just trying to reprimand their children. What did he do? <laughs> but the problem is if the dad doesn't hit the kid, then the kid just needs to talk more shit. Like, oh, you're a failure at home yeah. and on the driving range, dad. You went to community college, dad, and you didn't even finish that. <laughs> like when the kid's in that in-between age where, like, spankings don't work anymore, but that's all the parents know how to do. <laughs> yeah. They exactly. They're like 12-year-old and they just yep. laugh at them. <laughs> That's probably why I started working down there. My dad was like, you're going to go start working at the golf course. I'm like, all right. I'm, just, I'm sick of you. Go, go, right? Because he, like, he doesn't want to end up like AP. He's like, he's 12. I got to hit him harder. But that's like grown man's strength. I don't. <laughs> he's going to only do 25% at like eight years old. Like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. But when I get 12, like I had traps and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, you know what I mean? I was benching like 180 at 12. Like, and had a mustache. <laughs> like, I got asked for ID at 12. So he was like, all right, you look like a grown ass man. Just go down in that golf cart. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, so that was that was it. And then after the golf cart, uh, I'm trying to think if I had a backer. Oh, sir. Was it the movie theater? Is either Circus Pizza or the movie theater? Wait, either circus or pizza? Or you worked at a Circus Pizza? Yeah, actually pizza? Circus Pizza. Yeah, in Burnsville. Nice. We've actually talked about them on this podcast before because they yeah, don't exist anymore. They got absorbed by the, the, the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it was uh, that job. Actually, I'm not going to lie. That job was fun. Yeah. That was, were, you, were you a member of the band that played Happy Birthday? No, those things freaked me out. Even <laughs> like I, I, I literally worked every station at. So I started out as a host. So like the people would be like, oh, Greg, you can talk to people. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll be a host because like I had uh, I had some cousins. And like a lot of them had kind of like worked at circus. So it was kind of like the family. Either you worked at Circus Pizza, Super America Gas Station, or um, KFC. And my cousin was a manager at Circus, and I was only like 14. So she was like, yeah, yeah, we'll just change your date. So I started working at Circus. And circus is fun. I started out as a host, but they didn't tell me I'd also have to be the clown until the day. <laughs> until the day. So I like sit people take their orders and stuff. They're like, all right, put on the suit. So I had to be bumper. Oh, you had to be bumper. Yeah. Yeah. I had to be bumper the clown, dude. And it was uh it was uh kids are handsy. Let me just tell you that shit. Right now, kids are handsy. And adults are kind of dicks, yep. <laughs> like, because they'll say shit to you. <laughs> but, like, some of them, like, I didn't get it now, but I was like, oh, these are some desperate parents. They're like, hey, man, can you really just bumper it up for, like, 15, 10 minutes? We're going outside. Like, you guys are smoking weed while I'm watching your kid. <laughs> you're like a babysitter, like, but you're not getting the rate. Oh. Exactly. I got tipped out decent, so I didn't mind it, but I also got bumper bucks. <laughs> which was what, what is that it's bumper bucks is the biggest crack of shit ever so you would get these things called bumper bucks and you could buy stuff from circus pizza but i was like i already have an employee discount or i know how to just steal this shit so i'll just <laughs> give it to girls and be like hey you want some bread sticks <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah so i just walk in, around they pay you to be the clown with money from there with fake money from circus pizza yeah they and gave then, you tickets essentially you could get yeah, like one of those you, hands where you fucking flick it against the thing and it sticks <laughs> and then like it's and yeah. pull it back circus I, pizza was just trying to get him to sell his soul to the company store that's all it was it was it was, it was, it was the whole time you were a bumper it was just smoky robinson tears of a clown <laughs> <laughs> I, right? like, I, for the most part it was i enjoyed it because it was only like 10 or 15 minute, like if I had a party, if I was hosting like two or three parties, I bet all right, do this on 10 minutes, this on 10 minutes, this on 10 minutes, get out of there. And then after that, I got to take my thing off. But like that was like the spot 
the, there was like I had a couple of buddies that worked there, a whole bunch of cute girls and stuff. So I was like, yeah, fine, I'll be bumper. Because yeah. they're like, oh my god, you're gonna be bumper yourself. So I was like, oh, they're seeing me with kids. Like, granted, I'm in a clown suit, but they know once I take off that suit, they're like, oh, Greg, you're so cute with those kids. Yeah, you're like, like oh. she's like, leave the suit on, meet me by behind the cooler. I'm like, <laughs> was, like exactly. You get a, I did. You get a hand I made out bumper? with a chick in the. I made out with a girl in the freezer in the with my costume? bumper costume on. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she's like tearing she at like the bumper costume. <laughs> she's like, leave it on. She keeps You're the one bumper. saying you smudged my makeup. <laughs> Maybe yeah, right. Your suits on backwards, Greg. Huh? Your suits on backwards. They knew you were like getting all handsy, like because your suit was all muffed up. Like it was. <laughs> why is that? Why does Bumper have a tail? Uh, that's not tail. <laughs> See, that's how you got into stand up. You were just doing ten minutes at fourteen already, man. Like right. And I was like, that's how I got my material up, man. That was, uh, yeah, that one was fun. I finally like graduated to uh, being a cook. Because, like, that's where I wanted to hang out because that's where, like, all the cool dudes were. Okay. Like, um, Back of the house. Yeah. And then that's how I found out, like, soccer was kind of cool because, <laughs> like, all the dudes, like, because I didn't, like, I was just like a football jock dude. But then, like, all these dudes who worked in the kitchen were playing soccer, but they're also, like, listening to Wu Tang and Mob Deep and, like, smoking weed and <laughs> shit. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're a soccer player? You guys, soccer players listen to Wu Tang? So I was like, when I was finally done being like cute and bumper, and I was like, yeah, I want to go work in the kitchen, and I want to put 24 pepperonis on pizza exactly, and I want to listen to Wu-Tang, and then on Wednesday, like for a shift, everybody would get to play their music. So that was my big thing. Like, I was a huge music head, so I was like, yo, I want to work, 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 so I can get my music and be uh, playing that. And then what was the other song? It was like a lot of Wu-Tang, a lot of East Coast hip-hop. But then also, what was that dude who sang? Uh, Strangely, it's I'll Boingo be Boingo. The I'll be your guy shoulder. Uh, is that, oh. is that, that dude, Kiss by a Rose? Is that Seal? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, so like for some reason, that, that would be like all of our Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows if you're on Spotify, if you listen to Wu Tang, it'll just try to get you right over to Gavin McGregor. They're just right they're, because you liked Wu Tang Clan. Yes, yeah. for some reason they weren't wrong because we were all like the rain on the tin roof, <laughs> just raging. But like, even till yeah, the now you're like singing it at work. You're like, and I'll need two orders <laughs> of mod sticks. Like you're exactly. just like fucking throwing it into. <laughs> Exactly. When you were bumper so, the clown, did you scar any children? Ah, uh, shit. I don't think so. Like I knock them over every once in a while. Like that was kind of a dick. Well, <laughs> I, I, I meant emotionally, not physically. But okay. Uh, oh yeah, some of them cried, but I was like, I don't give a fuck about that kid crying. <laughs> like we can curse on here, right? Grow up. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah, hilarious. I'll scar any white kids explicit from clowns. So nice. Either scarring them or creating fetishes. Who knows? I don't know what they're into. <laughs> no, that was the girl you made out with in the in the cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That girl that definitely her. has a clown fetish. Now that I think about it, like she kind of that was an aggressive move because I just went to the freezer to like grab some dough. They're like, Greg, can you go get some dough? And As she bumper, came in, that's not that is not uh sanitary. That's not at all. job. 
But I told you, my cousin was the manager, so I just had to do that shit. And then this girl walked in the freezer, and then she just, like, straight up just made out with me. Like, she took it off my head, made out with me, and then put the head back on and walked back out and, like, never talked to me again. And I was like, because <laughs> it was kind of cool because like i was like flirting with like two or three other girls who worked there so it was just like this is my opportunity i was like oh shit i got time to me too but you know what i mean like you know who knows <laughs> it, that is a, this, such a great story though because that's like movie quality it, that shit happens well, in the movie <laughs> yeah be a clown just like going <laughs> to get some dough dressed as the clown Oh, yeah. It is so then, <laughs> yeah. So are, are we just all right? What was next? Circus Pizza, or no? There's yeah, Circus, and then there's the movie theater inside the Burnsville Center, and that was the stickiest job ever. <laughs> uh, the floors were so sticky, and I remember because it was the same time. I only worked there for like maybe a month and a half like maybe two months and American Pie was out and Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) So that explains why the floor was so sticky. Like I didn't get it at that point. My thing was just like, yo, these movies show titties and boobs. So like, like, there's not much to do at a movie theater. Refill popcorn, clean the floors. And then I'll go upstairs in the film room to like kind of watch it like yeah these are where the boobs come <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you like got it down by the you like like your your uh your casio watch goes off like i'm right back i just gotta go see some titties uh and then i'm gonna clean up this sticky area right the and that war like, that i can't win exactly. somehow just gets more sticky i don't know <laughs> like, there are rats in movie theaters are disgusting like i'm hoping that they're probably better now with the old ones that You'll go to like Joe, like the river, the Riverview, right where we're at. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that place is infested with with Dude, stuff. The Burnsville, like- the Burnsville Center was my jam when I was a kid too. So like I like I was I was at that American Pie Eyes Wide Shut yeah. Burnsville Center. And I'm like, yep. oh, my little Casio watch goes off at 10:45. I'm like, hey, come the titties. Yeah, just a minute. Yeah, that was the first job where I started like having disdain for bosses like because we had a manager and he was like 18 or something it was just kind of like trying to be like okay we need this and this and like just trying to be like a boss and that dude we're at a movie theater we're at the in a in, in a town that has three movie theaters we are the oldest and the worst one we have three screens dude like calm it down and like we would just like mess with them and just like try to like just tick them off. And then there's one guy who was like, This movie theater is a really good opportunity. Don't blow this for me. I'm like, dude, we're getting 425 an hour, fam. What are you talking about? After this movie theater, dude. <laughs> I'm moving up to Circus Pizza after this. Right. We just let people in for free. They'd be like, Are you are you old enough to see it? Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, man, go. <laughs> I don't care. Go watch Freddy versus Jason. It's good. Whatever. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. That is hilarious. Have you been back to the Burnsville Center recently? The Burnsville Mall? I went actually maybe like two months ago. I was in Burnsville. 
yeah, crazy like, different. Yeah, I, I just went into Macy's. I haven't gone until like oh, the you haven't gone into the full body. mall yet. I haven't gone in that mall in maybe 15 years, but I was like, oh shoot, I need a shirt. I'll run to Macy's quick. And I wanted to go in and just see. It's but I was so like, oh, sad now. It's, it's so sad it, now. Really? Because it, it used to be cool back when we were kids. It yeah. used to be the spot in Burnsville. Is it like the Northtown Mall or something? Like yeah. It's where like, those malls get sad. Malls are sad when they get sad, man. They oh, are man. like, what am I doing here? This is. I live in St. Cloud. Ours is the saddest. Like you guys don't have anything on what a sad mall looks like until you go to a the regional hub of Central Minnesota. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, is that its name? Are there other yes. malls? Are there other malls there? Because it's like no, it's just the one, and half of the stores are closed. There's the, the literally there's just half of it's just like coming soon, and it never it never comes. <laughs> Just the left. coming soon sign the the, the <laughs> like the M on the coming soon side is falling off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how that's I don't even know that how that works. <laughs> coming soon, Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster took us out of business. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, Netflix, all these Netflix ruined them all. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but I was happy to work inside that mall because the outside the mall theater. That's where everybody got shot when Tupac movies came out. <laughs> My mom was like, you're not working outside the mall. She's like, "Is the, are they playing the Tupac movie there? I'm like, no, it's inside the mall, Mom. I'll be safe. <laughs> okay. Like everyone talks about it's just Batman. A, it's the sticky no one, Mom. Oh, it's Tupac the sticky one. He's getting shot up in 93. <laughs> uh, shit. The original. Yeah. But that yeah, is that, like... But that, that was wasn't a mass movie shooting. That was shooting. But that yeah. was like, that was gang stuff. That was just like that. But now it's just silly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's it, not go down random. that road. Yeah. That's going to be sad. <laughs> I know. It's, it's fucking. <laughs> I just thought jo- I Joey know. started talking about the sadness of mass shooting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, we know. Tell me I think if we had, if we just had get the world high day. We're just at the yeah, whole world. You're right. Just, no, you're right. You're not wrong. There would be zero fighting, and ever the only fighting would be about like they're like Doritos and they're like Pringles as to like what is like the best snack when you're done. Like it's Joey. Here's what we do. And they're we like shit. Out. We put them together. They're like one's like peanut butter, the other one's chocolate, and then they like put them together. They're like holy shit yeah. together. Joe, I I think I have a plan for you. We need to get a lot of weed on the Canadian border. Exactly, and set so it on fire, fire, and then it'll just yes, exactly. And then just that's what I'm saying. Why haven't any of like the weed fields up in BC just accidentally caught on fire, and we just get like a nice haze? Yeah, and like, what's the like, air quality? Fucking <laughs> Bubba Kush. Is that how you doing? Yeah, yeah the, the air quality. The air quality is quite intricate today, so be careful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dang. <laughs> it's, it's very dank, dank outside, isn't it? The, it's a bit dank. The air warning <laughs> level is dank. like all the signs on the freeway would be like speed up speed up (laughs) (laughs) that's not a cop behind you (laughs) if you notice yourself getting the munchies you might want to take a break from driving right like if you own a crown vic or a taurus don't drive your car because everybody's gonna slow down and think you're a cop (laughs) (laughs) or a ford explorer (laughs) yeah 
frozen yogurt sales are through the roof on those days. <laughs> Just an endemic of a. Uh, sorry, uh, we're out of gummy bears. bears. You can't put any more gummy bears on your frozen yogurt. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. The limit. It's too bad, sir. Like we're like we're at like <laughs> they're yeah. doing yeah snack limits. <laughs> Yogurt lab would calm down, would like shut down. Like kids would just be losing their minds. <gasps> oh, they want Rice Krispies and soy sauce. And, oh, I can't do it. Then they go outside and calm down real quick. It's Morning fine. It, the problem solves itself. It's there. It is there. It is. Just go take go take a quick uh, go take a quick uh, uh, fresh air break. It's fine. Just do. It. Hell yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. You're, you're you're working at the Sticky Theater, which by the way, I have to say, if you're saying that the theater is sticky, you came from an arcade restaurant. <laughs> that's for children and for you to say that that's sticky, that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, cuz arcade, I well, every once in a while in the laser tag, you would uh you would you would find some human fluid spots. <laughs> Ooh. So that was one thing at circus, but yeah, I figured Sometimes. most of the sweat was kids, but these are like dudes jerking it to American Pie. The laser tag was like little kids Vietnam, though. Sometimes you don't have yeah. anything. Like you're just like it's so intense. Yeah, but that was also the makeout spot for like after like we shut down. Oh, the makeout spot smells a little pissy. Yeah, or uh. yeah, or like people hooking up. In there, like it was a huge hookup at Circus Pizza. Like it was the laser tags bone. Yeah, just everybody was hooking up. Like that's 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 what I figured. I'm about working at pizza places, man. Yeah, I worked just, at a pizza place. Is the same thing. Everyone just hooked up with everybody. Yeah, man. Service industry, restaurant stuff. That's how I really found out too. Especially like when I got into comedy, I was like, oh wait a minute, everybody at restaurants just hooks up. Because the order you get in different restaurants you're getting into, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, these are a lot of kind of like good looking people who like fast cash and like kind of like, hey, I don't know if I'll be here in a month or two. I might go over there. Like, yeah, the hookup circle. I didn't even know that I was that I was in that world at that time. But I should have figured it out because like I was like, you know, hooking up and, you know, <laughs> sticky finger and like, oh, that's stuff. Who knows what's going on at Revival? <laughs> so where'd, you um, where'd you go after the movie theater? Was it a more the sticky movie, job? After the movie theater. Oh, um, I uh, I had a cousin who who played for the St. Paul Saints, and then he started coaching and. Um, Grand Slam. You guys remember Grand Slam? That's a little yeah. entertainment complex and sports yeah. complex stuff. Yeah. So we started doing personal training lessons there. He would do the baseball stuff. Then every once in a while, I'd be like, all right, I'll teach you speed and agility. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm fast. I'll teach people how to be fast. And then so I did that. through. So that was, yeah, kind of like through high school, and a little bit of like I'd say my first year of college because then they opened up their own business. So whenever I was around, they'd be like, "Yo, can you come do do training and stuff like that?" So I'd do that. That job was fun. Um, yeah, just halfway worked out. Told told kids who were like, 
like I was at the beginning of this like specialized training that like all these young athletes are doing now. Mm-hmm. Like we're really like the first ones um, doing that. So yeah, I was a plyometric trainer there. And then, so let's say in college when I was down in Florida, I, uh, for like a month, I, uh, my, our athletic director, uh, during the spring, he hooked us up with these jobs at the dock because I was down in Florida. So I would drive Toyotas off of a shipping container <laughs> yeah, bro. And on the dock and then up to a truck. And then they would just take Toyotas to the southeast. Um, it was pretty solid. Man. Loaded with cocaine. Cool. Those were they, yeah. those Toyotas had papers. These were not like hot cars. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they they weren't hot. I, I okay. don't think. I don't know, man. I I got my the check. Side we of the shipping container said Toyota. <laughs> right, we did get paid in cash, and I did every <laughs> once in a while. Every once in a while, I heard somebody in the trunk like. Woo, woo, and <laughs> They were They're speaking like, another language, so I couldn't understand. The chunks were always heavier coming in than they were going right. out. There's a lot of princes that would just kind of show up and be like, I want that Camry right there. That's the Camry. Yeah, like, nice cameras. Right. Like, why are you so specific about that Camry? Big trunk size. So like, it's, right. fully loaded. <laughs> it's fully loaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so which, which uh, can I ask which Florida college you went to? Did you go to the fun one? Um, no, I went to one in the hood. I mean, it was fun if you liked, like, like, uh, danger. Um, <laughs> Sounds fun to me. Yeah, no, I went to a small HBC in Jacksonville okay. uh, called Everwater. So we we're an hour and a half away from Florida, University of Florida in Gainesville. And then we're about three, three and a half hours from Florida State and Tallahassee. So we were in the northeastern corner in Jacksonville. Okay. So that's where Did that you guys play was. each other? No, no, we played like FAU, like Florida International and Florida okay. Atlantic, and we would play like HBCs. We are a independent school, so we could kind of play whoever. And, and your coach you know, like, had this bigger. dope side hustle. Of you and the rest of the boys driving Toyotas off shipping container trucks. Yeah, well, no, this is this is the AD. We didn't that, like her coach. That was that was, that was his scholarship, you guys. That's that's actually how that, they, that's how they that's basically. Her. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it was. <laughs> the athletic director I've known him since I was a kid, and he was like a like a pseudo grandfather type because my dad knew him as well. And he was like, hey, man, I got a job for y'all at the shipping yard. I was like, all right, cool. And so I was getting paper, man. Like, I was out of a nice little car. I had a Toyota Avalon. So he's like, oh, you know how to drive Toyota. You could take one of these. Pick one. You could take one home. Right. I always had to make sure I parked far away so they wouldn't put my car on a container. Like, once they did that, they took my keys and they put my car on one of those things. And so we had to go to the dealership, which wasn't close, like, because I was the only one with a car. And so we had to find... You guys are stranded on the docks. Right. Like, so the, my buddies who did it, they're like, yeah, but I was like, asshole, I my drive God. us to work. <laughs> like, I drive us to work 
hilarious like the prank where they prank themselves. When you got in, you did not recognize your surroundings. <laughs> right? Like they like because I was doing something else and they're like, yo, let's put Greg's car on. So they like they told the trucker, they're like, which one of these is going to Orange Park? And Orange Park is like a suburb in the western side, but Jacksonville's huge. And it's like, so we had to like take a, four buses and like a cab to just go get my car back. And by the time we got there, like it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> it was closed to the people. I was like, dude, that's my car. And he's like, I was wondering what the trucker was talking about. So like, luckily he wasn't like a dick about it. And he could tell like I had like my football equipment and shit in there. I was like, yeah, this is mine. So yeah. Just so the that athletic was- package. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love the Toyota Avalon because that had that the the cent, the front console was like a spaceship because it was that one huge long console and like kind of lit up. I wish it had some touchscreen shit, but it didn't because it was yeah. before. That was I had the version right before the touchscreen. It was a solid. It was a solid car, man. There was a. I yeah. <laughs> They sold it as an old person car, but it was dope. I liked they it. Did. It was, you know what it was? It was for the people who wanted a Lexus, but didn't want to say they had a Lexus because they didn't want to sound pretentious. But I was like, this is the exact same car as the ES 400. Yep. Like, that's <laughs> just different badges. And even, right? even the badge looks extremely similar. They just it changed was. the little loop-de-loop for the L and then yeah, right. It was the same thing. It was black. I had tinted windows. It was nice. Like, I'm not, that was like, it was my mom's car. And then she ended up getting something else and she sent it to me. And I was like, so that kind of like upped my, my coolness on campus. Cause like, I was just like, all right, I'm here to play football. Everyone made fun of us. Cause they're like, you're not from Florida. Like it was super territorial. I was like, I grew up like my family, all my whole family's from Jacksonville but um like yeah I used to get a little bit of attention like I remember we were hanging out with these girls and she was like oh I like your Lexus <laughs> and I was like mm-hmm. I was like you clearly see that it's a Toyota but whatever lie to yourself I'm like yeah. it's cool whatever. that's actually genius Greg we should just buy a bunch of Toyota Avalons and then I'll I'll get Swap I know badges. a guy yeah we'll just flip the badges on the Lexus badges <laughs> and then up it right. fucking five grand so right hell <laughs> yeah so if our listeners call, have call learned nothing Prius else, XL. if our listeners have learned nothing else, if you want to get if you want to get laid, you have to wear a clown costume or you have yep. to drive a fake Lexus. That's the only that's it. And I don't want to say that this girl was a gold digger, but I'll just say this: she did end up marrying a professional athlete who is on TV every single day right now. I'll just, I'll just, you know what I mean? I'll just say that he's a she huge She just has woman. a type. Yeah. She did. She really, she really did. And I fit that type while I, for, at 20 years old, it was just like, all right, no one else has cars. Like your friend has Tauruses. You have a, mm-hmm. I like your Lexus. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think she used to date Tracy McGrady. So. <laughs> Okay. Oh, T Mac. Okay. All right. All right. I was just trying right. to get some T Mac t shirts. T Mac doesn't have a Lexus. <laughs> He's just got a dumb Bentley, but not. he doesn't even have a driver. <laughs> Yo, Keyshawn, come over here. Like, it's like. <laughs> uh, 
dude, I, like you got you mentioned a Prius. I, I, I found out something recently. Uh, there's a dude uh, in, I believe, Illinois or Michigan somewhere, and he uh, takes multiple Priuses and cuts them up and puts them together to form a Prius limousine called a Primo, which I, I'm like, cool. dude, I fucking want one of those so badly. I'm like, all right, yeah. playing lotto. Like, cause I not, wouldn't you love to cruise around in a little pre, Prius limousine? No. I, yeah. I'm going to be opposed to it. The Priuses are way bigger than most people think. Like I got on the Prius uh, at another job I was working with. My boss had one and she's like six foot. Like she's a solid, lady and she had a prius i was like yeah i know you live in wisconsin we work in st paul gas mileage but i got in it and i was like damn this prius got some space he's like yeah really? right <laughs> exactly like we're both some six footers in this car like you know some thick shoulder people and i was like hey that's what's up i like when this you, prius. it got space when you get into cars like that, that i'm saying feel- some money on gas <laughs> right doing well by the economy you Your feel like you're going to be like uh, Lieutenant Hightower from the police academy where you have to like rip the fucking seat out and just sit in the back seat. <laughs> I was close to that, man. Before I got that Avalon, we were looking at cars and we found like uh, a Saturn. That's back when they were just called Saturns. They didn't have like different titles. Yeah. Was, yeah. You, you had it the sedan or the small or the- Saturn, smaller Saturn. And we were at the dealership and I was just, I was happy to get anything, but I was kind of like, oh man, like I have four friends, only two of us are going to be able to fit in this car. And then, yeah, they never, I, I don't know what happened to it. I think they gave it to my sister, but like my parents were like, hey, go to your grandma's house. When I was in Florida. They're like, you need to go to your grandma's house. And I was like, all right, like football season just started. I was like, I'll go. Because every Sunday I used to go get groceries for both of my grandmas. And I didn't know that they sent the Avalon down to my grandma's house and it was in the garage. And like, I was like, I was like putting my grandma off for like a week or two. I was like, grandma, sorry, I'll get like, we got so much water. You'll get water. I was like, why do we need water? And then I finally went over there. And then she opened up the garage and she's like, this has been here for two weeks. But if you see your grandma, like, oh. <laughs> was, you know, what? it was right after 9-11. Cause I remember on the week of 9-11, that was our first week of college. And then we had a game and then like, I got drunk as a skunk on Saturday night and she walked into my dorm and like pulled me and my roommate out and like made us go to church. <laughs> and, like i was kind of embarrassed and then so like after that i was like all right grandma like it was monday she's like come over i was like grandma i was just there i don't uh. and then i had an away game the next and then the next week she's like this car's been sitting here for two weeks i was like all right so always go see your grandma there might be an avalon in it for you um so shit after that i left florida and then i came into wisconsin and then for a summer, I was a a journeyman laborer for Cross Anderson Construction. Nice. That, that was a nepotism. Yeah, that was a nepotism type job, straight up. Because <laughs> my best friend's dad had a development deal with someone else, and he was like, "Hey, I got you kids. They're in college. They need some money." And that job, it was hard, but I liked it. I didn't know anything about construction, but it was. Like my first time being around like the dude, like dude, dude, like, like lunch pail dudes. <laughs> and, and, 
It was, was funny. It residential I made a lot of money. or commercial? Um, I was doing commercial. So the my mine was the University of Minnesota, the Lions Research Building, where they do like stem cells and all that stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I was like, damn, man, I'm on some top secret science shit. <laughs> so building that. But like, I basically had to do grunt work. So like, I uh, like I'd be like, I'd have to climb all the way up. Uh, God, what is it? Like these things right there, like the cranes. Oh. Like cranes oh. that tall, I would have to climb up there. And every once in a while, like the crane dude, he was cool. But those are like the dudes you didn't mess with, like the crane guys and the elevator operators. Mm-hmm. Because you got to be on their good side because they get you to where you got to go and they can get your stuff. Um, so those are like the real old grizzled dudes, but I kind of made friends with him because he, but he was like, you're still in college. You don't want to do this shit. I was like, this is pretty cool, man. Money. He's like, trust me, you don't want to do this shit. <laughs> and then so sometimes I'd be climbing all the way up there and he just start shaking. So I'd be like, dude, stop. <laughs> That, fucking was, with you on your way up right Damn. i was tied off the side of a building i had to do demolition and i had a jackhammer so i'm on the side of a building with a jackhammer just like <laughs> <laughs> so like those are the times when you don't tell people like you're a college athlete because they're like oh you're strong enough <laughs> go do that go jackhammer on the side of the building it's like dude i watched the documentary on the dudes that uh like made round mount rushmore and it's just oh, like really? that crazy shit where you're just like on the side of a, they they, yeah. they would just jackhammer on the side of a mountain. So you're doing the same thing. That's insane. Yep that 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 was that was it right there. I um and it was right on the U campus too. Why did you have to climb up to the top of the crane, the giant crane, industrial crane thing? Did you have to like deliver you know, a Joey, lunch or a message? About- Thinking, yeah, thinking about this now, I have no idea why. <laughs> they were just fucking with you. That right? was like a like, plan. Like, oh, yeah, time, yeah, I only did it once. And the first time, and then they tried to do it the second time, and I got like 10 feet up. I was like, you know what? No, fuck that, man. Like, this launch is in 20 minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, he's like, is he halfway up? Is Greg halfway up? All right, I'm going to start shaking it. You're gonna, I'm going to shake it. Tell me if... Tell me if piss starts falling. <laughs> exactly. We make fun of him so hard. Oh, yeah. So One not, day you so show that... up and your car is all on the crane. It's just hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was that was that. Yeah, and that, then that, college, yeah, the, the dude that did it, you had to give him a ride home. They're like, damn it. <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't giving thing. anybody rides home back then. I was like, we're all smutty. Like my Avalon was so dirty at that point, like coming home, all that dust and tar on my boots. Um, God, what else did I do? All right. So when I was in college in Wisconsin, I worked at what was it? The YMCA. And I was like a floor person showing people how to work out. And then they were like, you'd be a good group exercise leader. So then I was a body pump instructor <gasps> for like <laughs> four or five weeks. With the and just got, huh? With the little Britney Spears microphone? They wanted us to have them, but I was like, you know what? This is a small room. My voice is big enough. <laughs> I was like, I'm not wearing that damn headphone. Because every single time I did it, I just danced like Bobby Brown. Yeah, like Billy. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Billy Blanks. <laughs> like all Tybo and shit. Yeah. 
yeah so that one to do was, soul cycle but that just seemed that seemed inappropriate yeah it was i had a lot of moms because i was like i had like the noon shift <laughs> i'm like dude ain't nothing but like moms in here and i was like just oh, okay, white ladies from wisconsin yep. Yep, that was exactly <laughs> it. Just getting that like mm, fix. I'm like, oh, okay. We're gonna get our burn on <laughs> key party type ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, God, what else I did? I worked at bars. I was uh, a bouncer and slash ice dude at one of the popular bars. So the Kansas City Chiefs used to have training camp in River Falls. And there was one year where they got in a big fight, football players with, like, townie dudes. (laughs) So I was there the year after that happened. But there was a bar called Coaches. And I used to sit at the front and watch IDs. And when the Chiefs were in, this was super cool, man. Like, a lot of them would just come hang out. And, like, Tony Gonzalez and, like, uh, I forget his name, Dunn and a couple dudes. No, not work. He wasn't on. He was was a tight end for the Chiefs. Um, And then there was another guy. I played football with his brother in Florida. Oh, damn. And he was on the Chiefs. But for like two weeks, we would just be in town and hanging and like, you know, like we knew the athlete talk and stuff like that. So it was like, yeah, Tony Gonzalez would sit there and like check IDs with me and just like bust chops and bust balls. (laughs) Cause it was like, I kind of knew how to be around pro athletes and they knew I played football and shit like that. And half the time people thought I was on the Chiefs anyway, cause our colors, we all have the same colors (laughs) in Wisconsin and whatever. And once again, this is Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Some girl was flirting with him, and he's like, "Yo, go to, He's like, "Go holler at my man. He's a rookie. Go take care of him." <laughs> Some girl was like, "I just want to bathe you." And, yeah. to Tony, and he's like, "Go bathe my dude." And the funny thing is, I had class with this girl. I had class with her, but like, I was like, but she was so like, "Oh, okay," and like, she just took me back to her crib. And like bathe me. <laughs> and I was like, Thank you, Tony Gonzalez. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I had class with her again. And then I was like, she's gonna know. She's gonna know. Tony Gonzalez <laughs> is also an all-pro wingman. Yeah, exactly. Dude. He Hall really of fame. First ballot, bro. Yeah, man. It was uh so that job was cool during the year. I worked at another bar. I was a bouncer there, and I had a really good crew, so I liked it. But then the crew started kind of like falling apart and then they started just hiring meatheads. And that's the thing about clubs, man. Like if you don't if you don't trust the guys you're bouncing with, it's horrible. Like mm-hmm. within the first month of working with these new bouncers, I got hit in the head with a bottle during a fight. And because like the bouncers were just dumb as hell. So after that, I was like, I'm done. Either I'll be a DJ or I'm out. So I started DJing. <laughs> And that was that was cool. That was, you had all the power. Uh, so yeah, for I DJ for a couple of years, and then when I was done with that, I still like would do weddings and DJ here and there. And then Midwest with Midwest weddings. Yeah. So what was what yeah. was the number one song to get the people on the floor? What was the one that you like? If you you like, you know, they're not, they're not dancing. I need to get them out. Yeah, uh, the, the, the yeah, Usher and Lil John probably. Okay. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, well, and this is like during. Uh, you got to think I of the gonna, time in which this is No, happened. I know, I know, I know. But I was going to say Congo. I yeah. always like nothing gets Midwestern people to get up and dance parties, like a conga line. I did black parties. So oh, it was like okay. 50 Cent, uh, Usher, uh, the, the Wobble. Mm-hmm. And oh, what was yeah. the other, like two steps. <laughs> it was a bounce. Everybody bounce. Everybody move, move, move. Whatever when you that dip, I dip, was. we dip. Yeah, dip, like the dip, electric dip, slide. Yeah. Anything, any dance where they had instructions. Cupid <laughs> <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, like I'd only do that for like the first 45 minutes for the old people. And then they'd be like, I'm throwing that 3-6 mafia. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing slob on my knob at a wedding. Right? <laughs> at the wedding night, like this song goes out to the bride and groom. Slob on my knob. Look corn on the guy. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I, I just asked yeah. because I was a wedding DJ for a little bit too, but uh, uh, this is like Northern Minnesota. And so it's like, oh, a, yeah. so some Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me, always got Dude, someone's aunt on the floor. That one, yes. When I was in Wisconsin, I will give you that because we have the college kids, but we also have the townies. Mm-hmm. And like, even the owner was like, Dude, you got to play pour sugar on me. I was like, I hate that song. <laughs> so what I would do, I would play it, but I would loop Little John's Snap Your Fingers. <laughs> underneath it because the BPMs will match up. Wow. So that's awesome. So confuse people, but people wouldn't leave. Not as many people would leave the dance floor, but people would be like, hey man, it's a two for one. Like there'd be a part where like people would pay me money. They're like, can you play something? You're playing too much hip hop. I'm like, I'm the DJ. Then they come up here and like give me money. I'd be like, yep, here it is, Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'd always like play hip-hop songs underneath it or just kind of like loop it to keep the bass line so that was uh that was fun i really enjoyed djing until like the, that was like right before like the dj thing blew up mm-hmm. like serato and everybody became a mm-hmm. dj and i was like all right i don't want to do it like that anymore mm-hmm. um and then so you after- were in a in early on sports training and dj yeah, ground floor for those two major. Yeah, trips. I was, yeah, I was, I was ground floor on the sports training, and which is funny because I feel a type of way about specialized, not the training, but just focusing on one thing and results in more injuries. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, yep. God, so what? what yeah, that was college, and then after college. Uh, I I, worked, I started doing a lot of youth development stuff. Okay. Uh, there was like an after school program that I worked in Northeast. And then, yeah, it was basically like school. So, so I went from like an after school program called like Beacons. And then I started with this program. Um, basically, I would take kids on college tours on like HBC college tours, like college readiness stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which which was kind of fun because it was like they looked up to you like you're an adult who did shit, and I was like, dude, I'm like four five years older than you, and, <laughs> and I'm living, hungover, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I live in a basement, but <laughs> like I have students now, like tons of students who I see who like have kids in the homes before me. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Like I used to tell them, I was like, yo, man, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, <clears throat> oh, shit, I forgot. Before that, Tony Fly Show. I worked uh, 
at B96. Oh, hell yeah. You're the second yeah, we've that, had it done. Damn, I just skipped over, skipped over that. I didn't have a whole lot of customer service mm-hmm. type, type jobs, hosting jobs where I deal with people. But yeah, I forgot all about that. Uh, this is I, a, an epic resume. Well, I am oh, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. tickled pink by this. Jet, <laughs> like, what? You, you were yeah, a, I was like, I feel you're bad. You're a fucking dock worker. This no, is just a great. This is the greatest. <laughs> dock worker. I was the clown. You were Handy the clown. What was his name? A bumper? Yeah, bumper. Bumper the clown. Bumper. Like, yeah. You so many been, bumper bucks. I have bumper bucks. I'm from bumper bucks to movies to golf courses <laughs> to. Everything. And then forgetting, like, happened? oh, yeah, like, I forgot that we almost won a DJ award, like, morning <laughs> show. So I started out as an intern doing pro- promotions for B96. And then the Tony Fly show was starting a TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Then, yeah, so I was I was the director of that show. Get the fuck because, Yeah, because the morning... Their normal guy who would do the camera stuff, who's my buddy, who I do a podcast with now, he was out of town on vacation at like Turks and Caicos or some shit. And they're like, Greg, can you go in on the Tony Fly show in the morning? So I was like, sweet. And it was the first day they started the TV stuff. And I was like, oh, I went to school for this. I knew exactly (laughs) how it was. And I kind of like took somebody's job, like some kid (laughs) at the radio station who did everything. But he worked on Peter Parker's show mostly. But he started this, but it's just personality-wise, it just fit. Um, so I started that, and yeah, so I was there for. We probably had like a two, two-year, two and a half-year run, but yeah, that was so fun, dude, because it was on the morning show. So I was kind of writing jokes with Tony and B. Wright and Danny, and like met everybody, like from Will Smith to to Rick Ross to John Voight and. Like anybody and everybody who was popular, the John Boyd shit was weird. I just put him out there to be the big name. There's a story behind it. That dude's pretty freaking red in his face and in his soul. Uh, He's like the only Republican like celebrity. Is like we got John Boyd. Yeah, he's the last one left. It's like Um, Danny Bonaducci. It's just those two guys. Is that great? Is the story out there? Uh, John Voight. Yeah, have you meeting John Voight? Is that is that a well, thing that's in the ethos, or is, isn't was, that an untellable? No, it's not even an untellable. He's just got like you don't run up on John Voight. <laughs> like John Voight has fucking is it, uh, he's got big dick energy. I'll put it to you like that because it was the RNC was in town. So oh, what God. we used to do whenever there is an event, we would just grab our cameras and our microphone flag. That's one thing also, too. If you have a microphone flag, you can get into almost anywhere. <laughs> almost anywhere. Or almost get something free. It'd be like, hey, want to do a promo real quick? Just give us a free taste. <laughs> so we were at the RNC. It was me, my buddy, Chamon, the cameraman, and B-Right. And we were just like, all right, let's just see what's down. We used to call it check the pulse of the city. When it was like, all right, we need a five-minute bit. Can you guys go find something? We went to the RNC and ran into John Voight and like ran up on him. He's like, hey, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like he gave each of us a whoa. We're like, hey, hey. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're like, oh shit. He was like, what's up? What's this? We're like, uh, we're, we're we're doing a TV show. 
all right, well, I'm John Voigt. What's up? <laughs> and then he just gave us this five-minute spiel. Um, like I think it was like Mitt Romney, maybe back then, who was, who was the guy. And five-minute spiel, but then like we saw Rosario Dawson walk past us. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, screw what you talking about, dude. <laughs> like, so we were, like, we were trying to like, like try to push him, like, hurry up, hurry up, so we can talk to Rosario. He's like, whoa, whoa, What's... whoa. I, I still got more to say here about yeah, that. Exactly. That's delightful. Exactly. But you ain't so, Rosario Dawson. We got Yeah. Go. So then the part after, so when we got rid of John Voigt, but then like we felt kind of weird because it's creepy because Rosario got far enough away where we couldn't be like, hey, Rosario, real quick. Like we kind of like, she was like a block up and then we're like, oh, well, let's go try to talk to Rosario. But then like, we're trying to like, hey, what's Rosario like, doing here at the RNC? And then it's like three dudes with cameras, but Can't like it's me. a handheld camera back in the day, like kind of following her and she sees us and like kind of keeps walking around. And then like her publicist comes back and we're like, oh no, I was like, we're sorry, we're sorry. We noticed it was her, we were talking to someone else and we're from the radio station. We have a microphone flag and then like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then we got to talk to Rosario Dawson, and it was like, Jesus Christ. She was, yeah, she's, yeah. I, she was yeah. fast for an actress. Oh, my gosh. She ruined lives, man. That's the type. She's just, like, not even just, like, she's a beautiful human being. Just, like, her energy. Like, you're like, oh, we're in Rosario land right now. <laughs> yeah, she's got tight, She's got that. that she creates TV. her own atmosphere. Yeah. Like, I get why a lot of rappers back in the day have all, like, <laughs> the roots. Me and Quest Love have something in common. <laughs> Rosario Dawson's aura. She's got that TP. She's got that TPE, that tight pussy energy. Right. <laughs> or big, if you like big pussy. You know what? I'm a proponent of, you know, going out there saying big vaginas are uh, welcome too. Some people like room. Dude, vaginas <laughs> are like snowflakes. <laughs> They're all different, and I love to catch them on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> right and if you get enough of those snowflakes together you can make a snowman <laughs> do you want to build a snowman yeah. so the tony flash show was super fun i mean that's that's a story for that could be its own podcast with <laughs> all the stuff that uh that we were able to do and it was cool like i became like friends with tony fly which is like we used to listen to him on the bus. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Dude, like yes. now, now I'm in the backseat of this. He used to be car. just a voice in my head. Right? Like we used to get in trouble for listening to Tony Fly. We used to be like, Can you put Tony Fly on Tony Fly? And then I remember me and my buddy, because we were the same age. And um, like Tony's like, hey man, let's bro, let's go get like we had to go do something real quick. And we're in his backseat of his car, and he's just rolling up a joint with one hand. And we're just like smoking weed with Tony Fly. And we're like, dude, we're fucking smoking weed with Tony Fly right now. Like, this is crazy. Like, if 15 year old me could see me now. Yeah, right. Like, 22 year old me um, would blow 15 year old you's mind. Yeah. Um, Shoot, I'm sorry, real quick. I just had a, a, yeah, Tony Fly. So, Tony Fly was. Um, yeah, that show was awesome. Then after that, I did a lot of youth work stuff. And then I started working and I was a counselor, a high school counselor. <laughs> and just like, you just run the gamut of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. For real. I, 
And that's when I just started comedy. So once Tony Flashow ended, I started comedy because Smith Shannon and Tiffany Norton, they also worked at the station and yep. they're like, dude, just do stand up. Um, not only do we exist on this podcast to talk about the different stories and the customer service jobs and the craziness of being Bumper the Clown. No, we also exist on this podcast uh, to battle the scourge that is known as Karen's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we go into our next segment, Greg, uh, how would you define a Karen? Uh, anyone who like wears those mama bear t-shirts. <laughs> Or, like, can't see past 10 feet or a bigger picture. Just entitled, entitled, entitled asshole. Like, uh. Like asking a kid on a golf course if they have a permit? Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, to an extent. Because at some point, there is, like, or I'll put it like this, somebody who doesn't know how to properly convey what they're thinking. Because at the base of it, most stuff that they might be complaining about is something that anybody would complain about. But either someone's like, ah, screw it, or go about it in a different way. Right. You know what I mean? Like if there's people like, oh, this is my parking spotter. Ah, you weren't supposed to park here. Like, yeah, that part. She doesn't know how to talk. Like, but... Yeah, I don't know if I'd have a real definition, but I feel like that's the great thing is that we've all combined, like, come together and like, oh, we all know what a Karen is, Mm -hmm. you know? You're the first person that kind of described a Karen that has the inability to express their feelings appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a thing that we kind of gloss over when we talk about Karen. Right there. That's some awful history. I think that's the first time we've had that. We like it. I like that. Well, each and every week, uh, we look at different Yelp reviews, uh, Facebook postings, twi- tweets. Sometimes it's just handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. All right, I'm down. Nope. God damn it. How did that happen? Edit point. Sorry. <laughs> this is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. Karen, I'm your boss. 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 Oh my God, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor, third mic, and uh, saint of a person. Rebecca Wilson uh, dramatically reenacts one of these Yelp reviews. So here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Not impressed with this place at all. Some of the weirdest people hang out here and it gets too busy that you can't really even get a seat or hear the music. In order to get a drink or food that it takes so many times of asking them that you have to scream your lungs out in order to get any order and then, of course, no seat. So now you got to stand around to get your food. I don't recommend this place at all. The music is for much older crowd that you can't really dance to it. 
food is cold by the time it gets to you. Oh, and it doesn't come with silverware that now you got to wait for silverware and napkins to arrive. They need to hire more security people because there is some weird people that bumps into you on purpose and they tag you on your shoulder and run away and it's really weird. Yes, are, are we guessing where she was? <laughs> she was at a place called Coyote Bar and Grill. So like, what kind of Karen is this? Uh, just the type that like, cause, you know, if you're going to a live music venue. Yeah. Tag you? Yeah, they were talking about weird people tagging her. Like, it's just apparently like a, it's just she doesn't like the crowd. But like a lot of it, a lot of these Karens are ones that are just like, did you necessarily need to spend the time? To, to, to go after a business, give them a one-star review, and then write a novel. Dude, Tandy, was this in Facebook or like you do to a deer? Uh, this was on like a, she just now has like a, like a tracker behind her ear. This was on, this was on Yelp. Yeah, that's one of the worst. Karen. She wakes up, runs away, jumps into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Those um. Yeah, I can't. I can't get with it. Like these are like those those Yelp Karens. Like I get, I get if the service is horrible, but the thing like the music was too. You couldn't dance to it. Where were you going? Like it sounded like you went to like a, a, a ground round or something. <laughs> now these are the Yelp review Karens where they like seem to like have this like. I have the power. My voice must be heard. And then they just kind of tell this innocuous. It's like an unnecessary. Like, it, yeah, she just has Wi-Fi. She doesn't have power. She's going to the only place she knows that she has power. Yes. <laughs> it's like because, I, you know, I, she's married to a guy who takes his kid to the driving range. Yeah. And Lord knows what he does with her. So, yeah, he doesn't listen to her. He can't put her in the golf cart. Oh, that there, <laughs> That's what we need. We need to. I want this podcast to keep going, so I won't say what I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should start a driving range where we take the Karens and just put them in that golf cart, and then we just aim at the. But we put bigger holes in the cart chain, <laughs> so every once in a while, if you hit it perfect, a ball can sneak through and teach her a lesson. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> This ball has too many dimples. Like, <laughs> I don't like titliest. It it it, 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 it's it's vulgar for the children. Spins right into the the cart holes. Oh my god! Can I show you guys something real quick? Of course. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but I think it's super interesting, and I'm gonna miss it. So right now, outside of my front window, there is. Can I zoom in? I don't know if I can zoom in on Zoom, but <laughs> oh crap. There's a group of like four people. I don't know if they're doing a TikTok, but they're doing like synchronized uh, rollerblade. Yeah, but on oh. rollerblades. That's impressive. And yeah, that is and hilarious. I'm, I'm gonna care in that. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a Yelp review of I tried to walk on the sidewalk and there was Oh, I could totally see it. That's there some that is a hilarious. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Does that happen? Either. TikTok. A lot of a lot of synchronized stuff happens outside your window, like a high school musical. <laughs> 
Oh, dude, there are so many senior photos and wedding photos. Dude, same. That I have bombed (laughs) while walking my dog. (laughs) I'm like, I'm in so many wedding photos. Like, ah! They're right outside my window. So, like, I'm on the third floor. So, I, like, uh, sometimes I just show up at the window, uh, you know, with uh, all I'm wearing is, you know, my bathrobe, which is open. And I'm drinking my, my French press coffee, having my Saturday. And uh, I might, my balls might be in someone's wedding photo. <laughs> I, I, I have a Karen related question. Sure. When was the last time that you've Karen or have you Karen about something? Hmm. Well, I do. Uh, my family has something we do, uh, which it, it, it's kind of a Kareny. It's, it's called the Cocazello buy and bitch. It's <laughs> like it, when you buy something, you could buy any product and then you call the company and you're like, this piece of shit is a piece of shit. Like it's already broken. Like, and so they'll either send you like two more or like they'll fucking, you know what I mean? They'll like try to, it's, you either get like a coupon for like money off or like, it's like, here's like a home Depot gift card. We're like, you just, it's like weird shit, but it's, you just, and then you yell at the per, the customer service person, but then you're like, yeah. hey, I'm sorry. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at craftsmen because they used to make a quality wrench. And now they don't. <laughs> Now, do I need to take my business over there to Milwaukee? I don't want to, but I will. You just triggered something that we don't do very often on this podcast. Like 30 Greg. fucking years. We, uh, <laughs> it's called Dueling Cocazellos. That's where our guest gets to do a uh, Joe Cocazello impersonation. You did it without us even prompting it. Love it. Oh, it happened. That's why I love seeing it because Coco, every single time, is just like, hey, hey, hey. like it's. It's like the first time. Oh, my God. Joe, I don't even know if you know or remember this. The first time that we met. So, God, this was because Alvin Irby kept telling me, he's like, yo, man, you got to meet Coco. Because, like, I was I was I would like every once in a while sneak out to New York. And he's like, yo, have you ran into Joey? I was like, no, I don't know. And he's like, dude, you got to meet him. You got to meet him. Joe, Joey's just energy. Like, he couldn't explain you. And then, so the first time I see Joey that I know I'm seeing Joey, we're at standing outside at the corner bar. Regular Friday night hangs, which, oh my God, I miss those good times. Totally, dude. And he's in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> and the pickup truck comes speeding around the corner and just, and he's like, just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's got to be him, right? That's him. That's got to be him. And then you hop out the car, and then I'm pretty sure we started smoking booze and like smoking weed right right outside. And it was just a million miles in it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, I just got cocoa. <laughs> yeah, and then it's been Gucci ever since then. Then you told that joke about the the ship in the bottle. And I was like, oh, okay, it's official. <laughs> Yeah, you're the second comic on this podcast to bring up shit in a bottle. That joke I used to have. <laughs> it's such a great. And then we did that movie together. Oh God, yeah. Here's right. the deal. Yeah, at the I'm corner bar. That, real. that was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, that was that was fun. I've have any of you, Nate? Have you Karen? Matt, have you? I've Karen. Karen uh, I've Karen twice, and they were both to Wings places. <laughs> Okay, I feel like we're on the same wavelength. I didn't know. Are you are you hardcore wings? Like you're about that wing life? Yes. Oh yeah. You 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 double up what you even think you could possibly eat. 
Okay. And, Is and, anyone mad that there hasn't been a Wings place called Sandpiper Air, which would be a tribute to the TV <laughs> show Wings? The TV show Wings. I think NBC would put a big halt on that real quick. You spell Sandpiper Air different. It would be like how close of a Wings reference. <laughs> Sorry, all we could do is uh, what was the name of Tony Shalou? Anthony Scarpacci's wings. Yes. yes. Hey, welcome, Anthony Scarpacci's wings. That's about it. So Uh, I Karen twice with wings places because I'm finicky. (laughs) I I order multiple wings, multiple sauces. Yeah. I I like a full flavor profile in my wing orders. Yeah. Especially if like I'm having them like delivered to me or something, because like I'm gonna be eating on wings for like three days now. Nate, I gotta tell you, just the way that you're telling this is making my nipples hard, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can really tell that I respect your your wingness. It's mm, it's beautiful to see. I'm so excited. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad game recognizes game. Yeah. <laughs> wing recognize wing player. That's right. I am not I gonna go to a wing place unless it's with one of you two. circumstances is like i can overlook one fault in the wing but if there's a if there's multiple faults with multiple infractions then then i'm like i'm gonna say something to somebody and probably get a gift card out of the deal Mm. nice and in both instances the wings were not crisp and undersized are you a wet wing kind of guy i like I like full coverage. It doesn't have to be swimming in sauce. Yeah, I'm not a swim. I'm not a sauce swimmer. I feel like that hides. You're hiding. That's right. You're, yeah, you're hiding bad. Because chicken. you still got to get the crispy chicken skin involved with mm-hmm. the sauce as well. Because too much sauce can also de-crispify the skin. Right. Of the they are extra crispy. Yeah. So for it to be, if it's oversauced, which cuts down on the crispiness, I'm fine. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. If it's if it's like a really good cook and it's crispy. Yeah. And and, and there's just not quite enough sauce on it for my liking. Still not going to complain because I got a nice yeah. crispy wing. Yeah. But when it's it's somehow undersauced and soggy at the same time, there were major malfunctions in the wing production process along the way. Where the job wasn't these. done correctly. Who was looking at those wings and going, "Perfect, get them out of my get them out of my kitchen." Probably some seventeen-year-old who also is kitchen manager for some reason. Yeah. You know what, Matt? We don't need that right now, man. Seventeen-year-old <laughs> yeah, making is, mistakes, they got but not while we're going on. <laughs> sorry, just looking at the logic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring logic into this. I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because that's the only place where I want to Karen. I went to a barbecue place that's gotten like, it's a, like, it bothered me for like a week. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I went with my family and it's a chef who's, who's well known here. Very well known. Yep, I think I And opened up a spot and the brisket is like, as soon as I saw it, it was gray. And I just couldn't like they gingerfied barbecue, and I just it bothered me so much. But the thing, like, here goes the thing: like, I didn't want to go to Yelp or whatever, but I needed to vent, and no one else, like, in my party cared. Like, they all had bad experiences, but they're like, "Oh well, you know, I went one here, I went here before, and it was okay." And the other kind, but I was like, "You don't do this." 
to like I've traveled to barbecue restaurants that I see on barbecue pitmasters, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like Johnny Trigg, yeah. Like I went to I went I went to Jack's Old South, Myron Mixon's barbecue joint, 45 minutes outside of Atlanta. All right, and anywhere 45 minutes outside of Atlanta is always not the best place to be. No. But I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna go at noon. <laughs> I want to. So like, I'm really invested. And this place was just. <clears throat> but the, the owner, they were they're black. So I was like, I can't. Can I black? Can I bass another black business? <laughs> like that's the thing where blackness it becomes inconvenient. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? If you were white, like, I would have like, the shit out of this. Right. I was like, and it wasn't the blackness, like it wasn't the surface. It just didn't taste good. But everyone else was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, the surface was fine. They're really they comp the meal. Um, which which was cool because like someone else did it, but they're like, great, you complaining about shit. Like, no smoke ring. I was like, there's no smoke ring in these greens, is blah blah blah. Like, and it bothered me for like Neither a ring. week because like people are gonna be like, oh, this is what it is. I was like, no, like Minnesota's still looking for a barbecue identity. And this person's got the biggest name, not famous Dave's. And it was it was a tragedy. Like tossing and, and really turning in the middle of the night. Dude, I wanted to Karen so hard, but I didn't do it on the internet. I just did it like to my family. <laughs> but they're if like, you're gonna Karen, Karen, Karen inside your own household. Right? Yeah, keep it on the is very nice. I didn't want to shut them down. I almost thought about like maybe I should just get a job there. <laughs> just, just get a job there and be like, "Hey, you're doing this shit wrong." <laughs> like, you're like undercover sleeper cell agent, like what the fuck? <laughs> right, like a yeah, like a bar rescue. Like it's, it, don't even tell people. I'm just like they're not looking. Add some seasoning. Right. <laughs> like, like, tastes a little different. You got Greg. <laughs> the name of the show sells itself. It just rescue. Oh uh, yeah, right. Which, by the way, I know You're we're getting switching off out recipes. That show is nothing but an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Just like in, I felt I fell into that show hardcore for like a month. In like I love shows that are the same show every single show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look at this guy here. He's smoking crack. He's sleeping with the waitress. How are you gonna run this place? And then two weeks later, he's in rehab. I'm like, oh, I really want to thank you. I was using the wrong sauces. And, <laughs> and then like follow up. This business fell apart. This man went right back to crack as soon as the Can't restaurant got rehabbed. Dude, I love that they always he always comes in, puts a new POS system in. This is a great, this is a proprietary fucking like hey, it's got all the on Jack there. Daniels Academy. Oh, yeah. Jack Daniels Academy. <laughs> We're gonna paint your fucking bar a different color. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I pulled this off topic. And true, true story. I, I, I actually one. as a bartender trained with Lisa Marie from that show. Really? Yeah. The bar rescue bar. Was she badass? Yeah. And you understand why she is a millionaire. Yeah. She like, has the pussy so- energy. I'm impressed. Man. She used to bartend at one of the best places in Vegas. And she told me flat out uh, half a million in tips a year. Uh, but when you look like a suicide girl working at one of the top end bars in the world, and also you happen to be an awesome fucking bartender because the drinks she makes are fire. Yeah. It, it makes sense. But she also told me the little trick. And I'm like, I can't do this trick because I'm I'm six three and built like a brick titties? wall. No, she did <laughs> 
she did the touch. So when she would go to like grab, she would do like the little touch on the forearm. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. I can't. I can't do. If I do that, I get fired. No. 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 Well, yeah, because you're from you're from behind the bar. Yeah. As a host, I learned about her like her just in life and just like just watching people. Here's where men can touch. Open hand and elbow. Oh, thank you. Or like the forearm or whatever. Like, oh, here you go. Like, did you get the, like a handshake or say you're giving them the drink? Like you yeah. drink one hand. Pow, here she you go. Was doing like the, the gentle, like caress of the forearm thing. Yeah, you yeah, can't, you can't do, do a little that, caress. Yeah. But I think you could do like your hand in it, you grab it with this hand, mm. and then this one under here. Here you go. Here's your drink. But most of the time when you're making drinks, you're trying to get move on, maybe. Right. <laughs> That's part of it too. Uh, as a, a in terms of me caring, you don't remember this from the Transformers? <laughs> you got enough. We're going to get copyright infringement, Joe. Uh, no, uh, uh, in terms of me caring, I've been in I've been in the hospitality industry since since I was nine years old, and I'm 37. Damn. Yeah. Um. So I have a real sensitivity to like I can I put up with a lot. And he, I, he was born in a vegetable cooler. I was. I was. It was. It was. They they had to keep my placenta uh, in the crisper. Um. <laughs> And here's the thing, like uh, I, I will, but it, it takes it takes a lot. Yeah, take you have to exponentially fuck up so bad. Where I'm sitting there going, like, okay, like there's no there's no other excuse other than you are just bad at your job. And that happened. Uh, this is ye- like the the only one I can really think of is years ago. Uh, I used to go to this soccer bar called the Sweetwater in St. Paul, and okay. it was during a World Cup game. I know it's nuts and everything. I ordered some food, and it the waitress who literally had a three or four table section because I'm watching her with a three or four table section. She's not running food for anybody else. Uh, the game was over, and then she comes up to the table like, "Did you guys need anything else?" And I'm like, "I never got my roast beef sandwich and fries." And she goes, "Well, you should have ordered it then." Holy shit! Oh, I, I, oof. And then like she like beers she didn't she charged us for beers we didn't have it was a whole thing and i finally just like i'm like listen i know this is a busy day and i i just went off on her yeah. the manager gave me a free sandwich to go it was a whole <laughs> thing but like that's the like, that's that other than that it takes a lot and i'm even if it's something's wrong with my meal sometimes i'll just eat it because i'm just like you know maybe it's a 17 year old kid who got bumped up too fast to you really have a soft spot for 17 year old kids working in hospitality because i I was was a 17 year old kid working in hospitality it was just that is true but i was a college football player and i still talk shit about those dudes when they miss a town (laughs) i recognize when someone's doing their job poorly he drove toyotas off shipping containers and he still shits on doxman it's true shifted in the fourth gear dumbass (laughs) um how are you doing on time greg I'm I'm good. I just uh, I was supposed to turn in uh, the keys in all this place to finally make it a memory. Mm-hmm. But the guy called me. I ignored him. And then he texted me. Then I 
text my wife and he said, hey, can we do it tomorrow? Because I don't have my checkbook. I'm mm -hmm. like, hell yeah. So now we have one extra day. Okay. It's something I'm done with you guys. I'm going to go enjoy this pool for the last day. And I'm peeing all up in this bitch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good. Good. Well, much, much and don't worry. This won't come out until after you get your deposit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care. I'm about yeah. to go on the Facebook page and be like, hey, motherfuckers, some of y'all were cool. Some of y'all were fucking assholes. I'm peeing in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to be, you're going to be a Karen of the week in a few weeks. I get it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to pee so much in the pool. It's going to, oh it's now a hot tub. That's, I should show you, I wish I could show you the building Facebook page. Cause there's so much dumb Karen stuff that happens. And like, I just like follow my tongue because like the comic in me just wants to go through every every complaint and just roast. They're like, there are only four carts. For for groceries on the second parking lot, how am I supposed to? Nah, 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 nah. And I'm just like, oh <laughs> my god! Like, well, that's it was yeah. Oh. That's delightful that you have some more time because much like your landlord, yeah. we get to ask ourselves. We get uh -huh. to ask ourselves, uh, gee, why did it fail? Why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Okay, I'll give. I'll, I'll roll with that one. I'm, the resume song was out the park. That's a classic. For this sure. one, summer hit. <laughs> summer hit. Summer hit. I think. I think Devin would take that. Um, Hell yeah, he would. Summer hit. So each week we look at different uh, restaurants, chains, menu items. Uh, lately, it's just been advertising because we can do this on the Zoom format. We can look at commercials. Uh, we can look at different things. And we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out? Um, for our avid listeners, guess what? We're done with Quiznos. Oh, wow. We did End of an era. We literally did like, I think it was 10 episodes where we were just doing Quiznos commercials. But... We found some Quiznos, yeah, dude. They they went from like over two thousand chains to like two hundred. I always just imagine. I never ate Quiznos like that, but in uh, Pineapple Express, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Not Seth Rhodes. Not Seth. The other guy, James Franco, was like, I suggested nowhere Quiznos. And I always think about that line whenever I think about Quiznos. <laughs> so maybe they fail because they're aligned with him. Because oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the, because he got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Thank God that dude put out a shit ton of work though before. <laughs> you know, like he's fine. <laughs> Not even it's fine, but it's like, hey, I have something to look at. Like I don't need new James Franco works. Like I have, I got enough. All right. Well, this one is an interesting one. This was actually submitted uh, by uh, former and uh, also a uh, fine young man, uh, Derek Johnson, uh, in the 80s. Uh, you know, like if they wanted to make something hip or relevant, what was one of the things they would do? Put rap music on it and have a dog rap or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, this was a training video from Wendy's. Of all places, you know, this is a this is during oh, the Where's the Beef era. Oh, okay. And uh, we're just gonna watch this because this is a uh, this is this week's G. Why did it fail? This is epic. 
Hey, Greg, what's up? Where's up, brunch? Where's up brunch? Want to see you. Right. Hi, Bill. Hey. Okay. Yeah, Mary, what's up? I'm gonna pull you off fries today because I want you to learn grill. Have you clocked in? Yeah. Let's get started. I like how the manager looks like a You're familiar with the grill, but let me show you a few things you might not already know. The meat is here in the cold well, and the cheese is over here. Bun warmer up above keeps the buns warm and fresh. Remember, we serve 100% pure ground beef. It's patted into squares so that the meat hangs over the bun. Yeah. Now the tape I'm going to show you, we'll show you. Here's a crew guide and the grill training tape. Why don't you have a look at the tape first and I'll check back with you in a few minutes. All right. Here's where it gets nuts. Fish eyelids. Like a grill that's set at 250 With the meat and cheese that's ready to go A towel to keep your station looking cool But most of all you got to have your tool Are you with me now? Get ready, we're gonna lay them down Now beats got grain to it just like wood You got to follow the arrow to lay it down like you should From the front to the back you got to lay it down Space it evenly, not scattered around Next you got to salt the meat from the back to the front to make the taste complete. Not too little, not too much. With a little finesse, you'll get the touch. What's coming up next is our key to success. We'll turn the meat and do a fork on the press. Don't wait too long, I emphasize, or the meat won't reach the proper size. When things start to sizzle, you're ready to go. Gently turn the meat, but don't be slow. Just turn them over easily. We don't want a broken patty, that's a guarantee. Press out the corners, one, two, three, four. Rock it a bit, are you keeping score? The reason you press, you gotta think. When the meat hits the grill, it starts to shrink. We start shrinking. When we hit that grill, you know it will. We start shrinking. When we hit that grill, you know it will. When the meat's red, juices no longer rise. You can serve that patty, it'll win a prize. It takes about four minutes to cook, but just to make sure you can have a look. Use your tool and double check, it should be gray and moist, to be correct. And on this place, you're ready to go. Drain the meat, just like so. Once the draining is totally done, place the patty squarely on the hill of that bun. Now there you go, Billy, you give it a shot. Don't be afraid, I think you're gonna be hot. Yep. Nice. I also love that he had a gold spatula. Yeah. That's a great hey, thing. Everyone knows how to fucking cook something, some burgers yeah. now. I mean, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed. It wasn't a bad <laughs> beat. I'm, I'm impressed, man, that to to really flow mm -hmm. and give instructions on how to cook a burger. 
<laughs> the, he sounded like Master G from the Sugar Hill Gang. Like yeah. I feel like they're like. I was like, is that Master G? <laughs> he had some real hard times. He uh, started working for Chili. <laughs> that was it. It was pretty. It. I I wonder what their instructional. When did they stop doing that instructional video? It was like two thousand seven. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's probably why they have. I'm sure that there's a, a fifty cent version of the Wendy's. Like, where's the beef? Nuggets. I got beef. There you go. Well, there's like there's some dude that's been on the grill for like 25 years that just sings that song still. <laughs> He's had that what song stuck in his head for for 20 20 some years. Had a very Super Bowl shuffle vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. And then I push down one, two, three, four. Check my shit in the middle. Make it make sure that it's brown or whatever. Like, but maybe it worked because Wendy's is still successful, right? Yeah, it was just it was just more the silliness of like that's how they were trying to reach their youth employees. It's just yeah, guy playing air guitar with a spatula. This is your weapon. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. That probably would have had me if I was. 12 in 1985 or 14, like, yeah. Right. And like, if you forget how to make a burger, you just like start rapping the song. You cut the juice, that? gray and juicy. All right, it's gray yeah. and juicy. I like to sure to get all the grease off the side. Like, it's the meat. My <laughs> thing is, Matt, why did he have to go into the TV from yeah. one kitchen? <laughs> To the other kitchen, like they just couldn't let they the rappers show up at the kitchen. They're like, "No, nah, you in the rap kitchen. This is where you live. <laughs> this place is magical." <laughs> well, they couldn't. They had to explain the talking beef, the beef oh. with the face. Oh yeah, 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 that was yeah, that was really random. That like just to have the background singers just be the burgers. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a little. Well, no, McDonald's, remember back in the day, McDonald's used to have the little hamburger heads. Oh, and the yeah. Yeah. Like, mayor McCheese. Oh. See, that I miss. That's right. He was a mayor. <laughs> right? Wasn't, wasn't one of them Mayor McCheese? Wasn't he like the He's mayor? He was an elected of, official. He was an elected, yes. Uh, I am here to keep <laughs> McNuggets uh, and babies in every, car, in every crib. Because it was right, wasn't the McNuggets? Weren't they babies? Weren't like part yeah, of them? They were, yep, yep. Yeah. And they have like a McNugget family, like, and so there was smaller McNuggets, and they'd be dipped, they'd be dead. We're using all pool. of our resources to figure out what exactly the fry guys are. Yeah. <laughs> you have, we nothing. have police to keep the McRun, the, the McBurglar away, Odd. and I, a pool of sweet and sour in every yard. <laughs> Get some of that sweet session because they would swim in the sweet and they would swim in the sauces, right? The yeah, McNuggets, they would. they would just have fun in the sauces, they would just be like chilling. That's what I would do, splashing each other with barbecue. That's just fucking creepy as shit. Back to the video, I love when he's talking about salting the patties and they show and like they literally just dumped the whole container. Don't of salt do that, on <laughs> do not your patty. Like, they're like, they're like, oh, that, that's enough salt, right? Yeah. Is, the that's the that's the one point where the instructional video wasn't very instructional. Well, there you go. And they didn't Instead sing about maybe doing bar rescue or cute rescue. You could just make your own like instructional video of how to properly do barbecue. Barbecue. 
Yes. Like recreate so this commercial. Need the videos. They don't need those videos anymore because they just push buttons. Uh, nah. they, oh, it's robots. Suck them into the television. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that I saw this. I don't know if I have like deep thoughts on it anymore, but I'm glad I know that it did. <laughs> right. That's that's the what, what, has anyone ever show. pulled up a like a fancy Ray video and put it on? No, no, we haven't had Fancy Ray yet. I love I know? love some fancy. I love him as a Dude, guest. I went to Fancy's Twitter and this guy he has which is so fancy but cool. He has what commercials of his are airing this week? <laughs> on what channel? It was like solo meets, BET, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's got like five commercials running, and he tells you the channels that they'll be on. And he does it every week. And I'm just like, Fancy's making money, dude. Like, I know, like, there's. I love Fancy you know, commercials. Yeah. I, but I, I, I like, just heard, uh, did I hear right? He was, uh, he was doing a pastorship. He was like a pastor in a church up here. Like, I want to go to fancy oh, church. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I heard about yeah. I heard about that. That would. I want to watch that man preach. It was all right. That fancy just got married. Yeah. Really? Oh, geez. This is everybody's getting married. This is delightful. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, fancy. Fancy got that though, wedding, though. You know what he I mean? Did. <laughs> he did. I take wedding. myself. Do you take me <laughs> to yeah. marry me? Yeah, I feel he did like 15 what? minutes. He did a tight 20 <laughs> at his own wedding. <laughs> he closed the wedding. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna run. Like, it's oh my, you're marrying the, the sexiest man wedding. in showbiz. One of the rollerblader TikTokers just fell. Yes, um, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like no, we need I can't updates. tell if it's a no, he dude, or a she. So I'm gonna just say I feel like they deserve it because they have hot pink pants on. That's and, like a uh, dude. Blues. They're going for it again. <laughs> oh, he made it! All right, or they yeah, made it. Okay. They made it. Do you believe it's, in miracles? Dude, enjoy the fact that we enjoyed the TikTok rollerbladers synchronized rollerblader falling was like we like we were all at the driving range and you just fucking hit <laughs> yeah. the golf cart and we were just like oh fucking high five dude nice shot that was fucking. It like went I, I, through one of the big holes and hit a Karen in the fucking eye. <laughs> I feel like I need to go tell their dad that it's like, hey, your your son or daughter just fell doing some silly rollerblading shit on the internet. And he'd be like, thank God. <laughs> Get a real job. Being an influencer isn't a job. <laughs> Greg, you know, you live in there. You did miss a window of your TikTok could have been TikTok failures. Of like <laughs> other people's fucking fit, trying to TikTok and failing outside your window. I had, and so it could be like <laughs> peeping yeah. Tom TikTok well, fails. Look at look at this loop around to bring it back to the original. God, I feel like a jerk uh, to the original uh, version of the podcast, which my last job, which just figured I was working on a TV show, and basically my job was to find TikTok fails. And like <laughs> fail videos. So I've been to the deepest of corners oh. of TikTok and social media. And you're right. Like, I want to call the production team and be like, yo, there's a TikToker about to get hit by a Honda CBR, a CBR. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like I found all those failed TikToks you were talking about. That was that was my last job for six months. Oh, was dude, that's doing a rabbit writing, hole, man. And writing jokes about TikTok. That's a dark place that you had to come out of. Oh my god. It's like the dude. opposite of that fucking dude drinking cranberry juice longboard to fucking to the the uh the Stevie one Nets. like uh, uh to, yeah it was like Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac and shit and then everybody like then cranberry juice gave him all that cranberry juice like a lifetime supply yeah. some shit. and a pickup yep yeah and like yeah, found and his long lost ch- child or some shit it was like a crazy story but like you got to find the opposite of that <laughs> dude it was I will say like is we. Like, you know how, like, in comedy, you're like, oh, okay, I want to get, which I'm super happy I have a job and had it. (laughs) But I had six months of just basically looking at TikTok and Instagram and anything social media for six months. And then just trying to write jokes for a host who we don't know who the host is going to be. And I got to tell you, once that, once we wrapped, I've probably spent 20 minutes on TikTok in the last month since then. Like, I can't do it. Like, I'll hear, like, I'll come in the room and my wife's on TikTok. I was like, you're on TikTok. I was like, I'm like shell shell shocked. Just going back to being (laughs) in that golf cart as a kid. Yes. (laughs) Right? It it was, I was in some corners, man. I, I mean, I liked it, but it was like changing me as a person and like my humor was like dark dude like it was it was nuts and now i can't like if there's a tiktok it better be a puppy or a baby <laughs> or just the lightest stuff in the world like I, <laughs> this one, it's, it's, oh, my favorite one only and this one was i will find ones where it wouldn't people wouldn't even do tiktoks i don't even know if this is tiktok original but there is it was somewhere overseas and this lady was on a moped and <laughs> she was coming around the corner and she hit a truck and then she got hit by a truck and she falls off her moped and then she she slides into a uh uh the the little tanks or whatever what are the little thing where it where where it is like the the clown oh, the storm drain yeah the storm drain she slid into the storm drain and you see her feet sticking up and then she slides oh, all Jesus. the way in it, it was like it wasn't gra- like it was cartoon violence but okay. it was but it was just like perfect but, yeah, but the network they didn't approve it. I don't know why. Like they're like, Greg, stop sending us videos of people getting hit. Like so, like <laughs> there was a drive-by in Mexico with the police and other people. I was like, no, this is kind of funny because like someone slipped trying to get out the way. Just hear uh, my joke. Just hear the joke that I wrote for it before just, you just, judge just, the. Just let me pitch, okay? I got yeah. the joke is worth it, please. Um. This has been delightful, Greg, but I think it's time we 86 the podcast. Uh, but before okay. we do, we have one last segment. Uh, it's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Greg Coleman, you get to review the podcast. Uh, we prefer it out of a five-star metric, but you can do as many stars as you like. Um, you can either do the podcast as a whole or you can review us individually. That's your choice. And then whenever you'd like to start. I'm giving five out of five, man. There it is. Just good vibes all around. 
real good vibes, fun times. You guys have themes. You got theme music. I mean, anytime you come in with theme music, you know, I'm a rock with that because I'm like, yo, these dudes were really thinking about what they're doing. Because I was like, we have no theme music on our podcast. I was like, we don't even. Have, I was like, we don't even have a lane. I was like, we're just. I think we started it to get out the house, and this one feels like, yeah, it was fun because, like, I'm thinking about stuff and stories I haven't thought about in a long time. I was like, oh god, I could turn that into a joke, and I started thinking about like, oh my god, I still have jokes. Or I was like, I still have jobs I didn't tell when I was touring with the NBA or working with the NFL or working with BET. So, uh, like, it was funny. Now you're going to have to come back on for those. You teased those jokes perfectly. Yeah, we got part two of them. Now now I'm calling them jokes. I I meant parts of your life. Yeah, that's what what it feels like. Uh, If you see my savings account, you're like, oh, you just had fun at those jobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely what it was. It's like, wait, we're supposed to have jobs to like have money and secure. Like, nah, man, I'm hand to mouth. Um, yeah, nah, so, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Beautiful. Uh, Greg, sure, how do you follow you? Uh, you follow me on the interwebs, Instagram, uh, Sagey Cole or Coleman Comedy, and Facebook, just Greg Coleman. I gotta start ramping up those comedy pages because uh, I got I got an album coming out in September, September first. Nice, right. so awesome. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Uh, what's your podcast called? Uh, Loon City Podcast. Nice. L O O N. Everywhere, everywhere you can get podcasts. Spotify. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We just gotta record them and hope they put them up. <laughs> And I just, yeah, I, I, I think I think I really don't know the metrics. But for some reason, <laughs> the two sponsors we have keep sending enough money that we get it covered. So it's like, My- keep doing it until they don't give us money anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we know it's not working. Yeah, we wouldn't right? have like that. that. We don't. We don't have sponsors. We don't. We don't. We don't have sponsors on this show. So yeah, man, you guys keep it real. I on myself would say call six five one Charlie Services for cure for Delta Eight. <laughs> oh yes, we we should we should probably get some Delta Eight sponsors. I think they'd probably love us. Um, oh yeah, you got any shows coming up here in the next few weeks? Anything you want to? Uh, got some corporates, got some shows out of town. I'm gonna be I'll be in Minneapolis. I think the 23rd and 24th, uh, Kevin Bozeman is going to be at Acme recording his album. So I think me and Galati are going to split open and just kind of, you know, have a nice setup. Um, yeah, it's always fun when I ever get to do anything with Bozeman. So I'll be there with him. And uh, I think September 1st, I'm going to have a show at Sisyphus for the album release. Um, so that so the album will be everywhere. It's already titled. Gonna start pushing it, but September first, and then I'm gonna come back and have another one November first. So I'm gonna push two albums out before the end of the year. Yes, dude. Nice. So, I don't know. Try to try to get it out there. Very good. We'll, the, we'll make sure to throw some promotion up on our site for you. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, you know how it is. Uh, you can go to uh, tinytaxidermy.com or, or just, you know, uh, look in the mirror, say my name three times. I just show up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's time to have some fun. I only say it twice to make sure he gets ready. Then I don't say it the third time. Hey, Greg, I'm, I'm... <laughs> it's like, oh, 
No. Motherfucker. <laughs> Anything you want to promote, Joe? Uh, yeah, my uh, my new wing place, uh, Anthony Scarpacci's 24-hour wing spot. <laughs> All the wings are sent some dudes to your door. Television bro. wings. Yeah, bring an NBC. T- taste the wings first. <laughs> Before you try to shove me down. Try the wings. They're Smezrud approved. Speaking of Smezrud, Nate. Try the THC wings. <laughs> the Thomas Hayden Church wings. They do not have weed in them. <laughs> <laughs> yet yeah we get that delta yeah, that sponsorship as... <laughs> nate how do people follow you yeah you can find me at nathan smezrud on in, uh twitter and uh facebook and n smezrud on instagram and the only thing you're promoting is you're you're you're, you're moving yeah last yeah, somebody uh, wants to buy a house podcast recorded whilst in minnesota um, but keep an eye out. Uh, hopefully, in the not too distant future, comedy stuff will be popping off in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm trying to get that spot going. Nice. Oh yeah, Greg. You want I and it's gonna be when we're and you'll have the lock on wings down there, right, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. By the time That'll be the there, side yeah. hustle. Like, All right. Okay. It'll be a comedy club slash wing spot. There you go. <laughs> Which is the dream. Yeah. That's all you need at a comedy club. That's the most food you should be able to eat. Right. Although right. You if you bomb, they throw wings at you. Uh-oh. If you want to franchise out one of these uh, Anthony Scarpacci 24-hour wing spots, we could talk. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me. I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and on Instagram. I am uh, at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh <laughs> Uh, as for promotion, uh, at this point, uh, I just want to promote my open mic that I run every Wednesday night in St. Cloud, Minnesota, in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in the Keller Bar. Uh, doors open at 8, show is at 9. Uh, come on out. If you if you say you heard it on the Awful Service podcast, I'll buy you a domestic lager. Yeah, upping it from a Sprite. They can get a, they can get a, they can get a Budweiser. Or, or a Grainbolt Premium. Yeah. Um, beyond that, beers. Uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod on all platforms. Um, we've got new and exciting things going on there, so follow us there. And uh, uh, Greg, thank you again so much for doing the podcast. This is a blast. Yeah, hey, soon to be internationally me. touring comedian Greg Coleman. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> get it back over. Once I get that Dubai on my schedule, I'm gonna let you know. There you go. Man. Yeah, coming to you live <laughs> at Qatar in 2022. <laughs> and if not i'll just be back at the docks there you go <laughs> get that avalon and have a good night. it's time to count the till sweep the floors and mop the spills say good night dispose of the trash and turn out the light tell me
Well, Greg, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about uh, the jobs that we work. The, I mean, you've had some fucking phenomenal stories. We don't just exist for that part purpose. Um, we also are you exist sure? on this podcast. Are you sure that we just? I know we're stretched for time, but dude, he was a fucking high school counselor. We're just gonna <laughs> gloss over that completely, or is there like some sort of statue of limitations where you can't tell dope ass stories about children? No, I no, dude. Like the craziest, like half of my. I would say the first five, six years of my comedy, which a lot was talking about kids and teaching stuff. Yeah. Like that shit was insane, dude. Um, it was like, so working at the high school was pretty cool. So I worked at the high school four days a week and then I go to elementary school one day a week. And just like I had some like little, I don't know, achievers program or something. It was basically like, hey man, you want to talk to the black kids? <laughs> that's basically that's basically what it was so like i worked like an hour for the day and then i would just like help out in classrooms i just walk around and then so like just kind of being like the dude giving out high fives and stuff so you know like that stuff was fine like i mean basically i just used to walk around in cute teachers rooms and basically I, that's how that's how i got my wife like at that school I like I didn't have a room, so I would just kind of like walk around and like I was like, oh okay. I started to pick the kids up from recess, and I was like, all right, what kids are in her class? And then so the next time I was there, I was there for recess. Like, hey, what's up, kids? And they're like, all right, Mr. Golden, Mr. Golden. But she had to come pick them up, and they're like, they all went all crazy. And she's like, oh hey, hi, Mr. Golden, blah blah blah. I was like, hey, she's like, hey, do you have an office? I was like, no. And she's like, you want to put your stuff in my room? So yeah, I want to put your stuff. In, I want to put my stuff right. in your room. I'm gonna put my stuff all over your room. Exactly. And now I just moved all of her stuff out of my room and in, into a house. Um, yeah, so that was like I, I would stay there and like flirt with her after school, because um, like no one only had an hour's worth of work and no one was paying attention. Because so, like the I only just, the only better wingman than Tony Gonzalez is yeah. a dozen elementary school kids. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you know how kids are. Kids are. You're not married. Why aren't you married? You guys look you cute. You get married. Night is yeah. Miss So and So. Yep. Year, years later, it happened. Um, not right away. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you just didn't sure. work. I'm not <laughs> sure it's here. I just put that baseline in. And I was like, all right, I'm going to let this tree plant for a little bit. And it's just when you were DJing, you had, a, you had a different, you had a same BPM under it, under the undertone. They got to keep, yep. keep it. <laughs> she asked you to put the bump of the clown costume on. That was pretty much it. I should try that. Spice it up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, sorry, dude. I I I know I always get get yeah. us like uh, not only one more do story. we exist on this podcast, yeah, one more thing to tell. Yes, of course. God damn it.